Good morning to healthy foodie out there. I'm your host, Angela Sharina, your personal nutritionist, your personal health and wellness coach, your personal food detective and diet explorer, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for healthy eating, nutrition, diets, meal plans, macros and micros, and everything and anything we put on our plates in order to feel great, look amazing, and perform the best on all levels. And as you guessed, this is Food School Podcast. Podcast dedicated to one thing to learn and apply to eat better daily. Over the past few days, uh, we were talking about fasting. We were talking about what kinds of fast there are, intermediate fasting, short fasts, uh, longer fasts, why you want to do any of those uh, fat fasting, maybe. Um, we talked about fasting for fat loss, fasting for muscle building, fasting for brain and heart health, for gut health, for longevity, for metabolic health, and type 2 diabetes. Fasting is basically allowing your own body to heal yourself. And your body knows better, better than anyone else or anything else how to fix itself. That's how how amazing our bodies are. So let fasting give you these benefits of fixing whatever needs to be fixing uh, in your own body. Uh, Today, uh, I want to kind of conclude this with a little bit uh, of a little bit of information on fasting helpers, as I like to call them. Um, I've been getting a lot of questions and comments uh, about what do I do personally to help myself uh, to fast and stick with my fasting um, schedule? Uh, and also, what did I use when it was harder for me to do fasting? And what I recommend people to do to stick with their fasting schedule to make it easier to stick with fasting. So there are a few things that I've learned over the years and I still practice some of them. Some are not really needed, but here what you can find helpful when it comes to fasting and sticking with your fasting schedule. So first, get busy, guys. Understand that hunger, uh, first of all, uh, it's very... um, it's not constant. It comes and go. It comes in waves. Uh, and uh, it's more in your head than it is in your body. So get busy. Just track yourself. Start doing something. Um, find some activity. Um, I have a client uh, that had this thing. Uh, every time he would uh, go to the fridge to eat something when he was supposed to be fasting, uh, uh, he would have that um, to-do list on, on his fridge, and every time he wanted to break his fast before um, the scheduled time, he would look at that to-do list and do something from the list. And on that list were things that he enjoyed doing, that he needed to do, but couldn't find the time to do them. And every time he wanted to eat, he would just go and do something from that list, and it always helped him to stay consistent with his fasting schedule. Because again, fasting, um, uh, hunger is a passing thing. It comes and goes, and um, more often than not, it is in our heads and in our own thoughts more than our body. And the most important thing is to distract your head. 
But then also it's important to remove the triggers that uh, can make you break your fast when uh, you don't want to be breaking it. Uh, for example, having food uh, right in front of you. I don't know, some people have snacks on their tables or um, they pass the place uh, where there is a lot of food, a lot of smells, um, um, maybe people talking about food or maybe people eating like at work, you know, this um, cafeteria or maybe place where your co-workers eat. So try to avoid those cues and uh, try to avoid anything that makes your brain think of food while you are fasting, uh, ideally. And ideally, you wouldn't fast um when you are supposed to be around people who are eating, you know. So, um, for example, if you're at lunch or dinner, uh, maybe you can redesign your fast for that day or um, do something about your routine, about triggers in your environment that make you think about food and makes it so much harder to stick with your fast. So design your fast around your life. Don't design your life around your fast. Otherwise, it's just going to be so much more stressful and hard to stick with. Everyone is human and we have a limited amount of uh, willpower and motivation. And the least we um, expose our mind to any kind of temptation, the um, more chances you have to stick with your fasting schedule. Uh, that's just as simple as that. So if you have any snacks always around you, then put them somewhere else. Uh, don't keep them around you. And again, design your fasting around your life so you are more likely to stick with it. Don't design your life around your fasting. That's just not going to work for anyone. Another thing, if you're hungry at night, um, like, I don't know, it's um, 8 p.m., 9 p.m., and you're supposed to be fasting, um, don't know that um, hunger will disappear. Uh, that, again, it comes and go, and your hunger is the strongest at night, and in the morning, it's going to disappear. So, for example, if you have a lot of things to do in the morning, and you, or you're afraid uh, that you're not going to be able um, to sleep because of hunger or something, know that, it's again, it's all in your head. If you're having troubles falling asleep, um, then drink um, a cup of herbal chamomile uh, or other herbal hot, warm uh, tea, um, maybe, um, if it helps, put um, a little bit of um, coconut cream without anything added to it, or maybe a teaspoon of coconut uh, oil, and it's going to help you to fall asleep, and it's going to give you some uh, warm stuff in your stomach, you know, and in the morning, it's going to disappear, so in the morning, your hunger is always uh, the least, so just know that, and know that hunger comes and goes. Other things um, that can help you to fast are things like drinking green tea. Uh, it's proven, by the way, um, although the science is not exactly um, straightforward behind that, but uh, studies show that people who drink a lot of green tea have better control over hunger and just experience less hunger uh, in general. And also green tea seems to um, help your body to utilize your own fats for energy, for fuel, and uh, plus you're going to have something warm again in your stomach. And that's also going to help you with your fasting 
drink. So drink green tea without any sweeteners, without anything, just plain warm green tea. And why I'm, I'm emphasizing warm? Because warm uh, liquid in your stomach helps you to reduce the hunger, whereas something icy cold might do the exact opposite. Just to be aware of that uh, and try to have teas, maybe a black coffee without any sugars, any sweeteners, again, something warm, but green tea especially helps with decreasing hunger, with hunger management. I also love to drink uh, different kinds of herbal teas when I get um, tired of drinking green tea all the time. So uh, two of my favorites are mint tea, just simple peppermint uh, tea. Sometimes I add a um, dash of lemon there, sometimes I don't. Um, a lot of times I don't, um, but sometimes I do. <laughs> and then uh, rooibos or rooibos, uh, uh, rooibos, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's basically an African uh, plant, African tree, not uh, exactly uh, tea tea. Uh, it's considered to be herbal tea. It doesn't have any caffeine, but also um, it has that woody and warm taste. And I really enjoy it, especially when I'm fasting, um, so find your favorite herbal tea or other non-caloric, um, healthy, all-natural drinks that you really enjoy and experiment with different ones that makes um, fasting without food more fun, uh, if it can be fun, uh, and then more interesting and uh, you have something different uh, in your stomach even though you're not going to be eating. Um, then what helps a lot with fasting also is sleep, of course, uh, all the studies show people who have bad night's sleep tend to eat 300-400 calories more the next day after that bad night's sleep, but it's also going to make your fasting so much more harder, believe me. So please do make sure that when you decide to fast more than usual, have good night's sleep. Uh, that just works for every people and also or doesn't work uh, for people, meaning that if you have bad night's sleep, then probably you're not going to be sticking with your fasting the next day, or it's going to be so much harder. You're just going to be so much hungry if you don't sleep well the night before. Um, sweeteners, stevia, artificial sweeteners, no caloric sweeteners. People ask me a lot about, am I allowed to have, you know, like stevia in my tea or in my coffee? No, guys, you are not allowed. Studies show that for a lot of people, even stevia uh, changes insulin levels, raises insulin levels. And when your insulin is raised and you don't have uh, any calories, any nutrition coming in, it really makes your hunger that much stronger. Um, so sweeteners give you, you know, that sweet taste without any real nourishment and you body is not stupid. It knows that. So your insulin is a little bit elevated. How much elevated depends on person, uh, on every individual case. And then after a while, you're going to uh, get hungrier and you're probably not going to be sticking with your fasting. Uh, plus, uh, during fast, we want to decrease usually the level of insulin because that uh, improves our metabolic health, our heart health, our brain health. And uh, for most people, lowering insulin, it's the the point of fasting. So um, if you're getting sweeteners and uh, your insulin goes up, then it kind of cancels um, your fasting in the, fir uh, the first place. 
So no sweeteners of any kind. Um, the only kind of um, fasting-friendly nutrient that I would suggest um, for you if you cannot stick with zero-calorie fasting, and that I also do sometimes, although I try not to and be, you know, on zero-calorie pure fasting. Uh, but sometimes I do too use uh, fats to help me get through my fasting. And this is the most friendly uh, substance Substance when it comes to fasting. Uh, it has the least uh, effect on your insulin. And plus, fats, natural fats, they actually do have the nutrition that they promise. So if you're eating a teaspoon adding teaspoon of coconut oil or uh, cacao butter into your uh, coffee or tea, uh, that teaspoon actually have some nutrition. So your body, your brain is not tricked by, um, you know, having some taste and having zero nutrition. Plus, again, uh, it teaches your body to also uh, burn more fat for energy, your own fats or fats from your foods, uh, and it dec uh, increases the insulin the least um, from all the other nutrients. And also, it does not uh, stimulate mTOR that stops autophagy and um, apoptosis in your cells, basically rejuvenation of your cells, that fasting is done for that reason too, right? So fat has the least uh, effect on it. But again, make sure that the amount is appropriate. Teaspoon in your coffee or tea is okay. The whole stick of butter is not okay. So I want you to understand that too. Uh, another thing that will help you with your fasting is having balanced meal when you eat. You know, you need certain amount of protein, you need certain amount of um, vitamins and minerals. You know, you might need, you know, certain amount of carbohydrates that you use to uh, fiber, uh, different kinds of nutrients you need in your diet when you're eating, when you're not fasting, uh, so your body doesn't freak out when you don't have any nutrition coming in. The reason, for example, that it's so uh, kind of easy for me to fast also these days is because every time I have a meal, right now I'm having one meal a day, I make sure that uh, I'm getting my 120 grams of protein, that I'm getting fiber, that I'm getting my potassium, magnesium, you know, vitamin A, D, uh, E, K, my vitamin C, uh, and uh, as many minerals and nutrients as possible in those meals when I'm actually uh, eating. Uh, so my fast goes easier because when your body is well nourished uh, versus malnourished or not uh, getting enough nutrition, uh, your body will stick, help you to stick with your fast much, much better than if you're um, starving yourself or not getting essential nutrients. A lot of times I would notice that people just not eating enough protein during their meals, and that's why they starve literally um, most of the time. And when they're trying to fast, it's so much harder because they just never get the nutrition the body needs. So uh, fasting uh, is amazing, but you also need to understand that you need to replenish the essential for your body, nutrients, essential fats also, of course, omega-3 fatty acids uh, and other um, beneficial fats from your diet. All this you need to get while you're eating. Uh, so don't don't be on, you know, low-calorie, low-nutrition diet when you eat and then try to fast. That's also not going to work and not going to be beneficial for you. And then take it one step at a time, guys. Um, 
I said it that fasting was not always easy for me. Uh, it was hard to start too, and especially when I was on a hard, high carbohydrate diet, fasting wasn't easy. It wasn't a habit that just I was born with. You know, at some point I used to be on that uh, kind of bodybuilding old school diet when I used to eat six times a day. So after that, you know, fasting wasn't exactly the easiest thing to do. Uh, but little by little, step by step, maybe having your bulletproof coffee or maybe having some fats at the beginning, maybe having a shorter fast uh, or maybe doing longer fast. You know, some people um, have better success with actually longer fast, meaning for three or four or five days once in a while than doing uh, like I do right now, intermittent fasting every single day and having one meal a day. You know, and you don't have to have one meal a day. You can have 16 hours of fasting uh, plus your, um, of course, in that included is your overnight sleep. You can have 16 hours of fasting and eight hours of eating. You don't have to start, you know, hardcore and go for one meal a day. Um, and again, you can have some maybe fats at the beginning uh, and then switch to zero calorie uh, fasting. At first, you know, you might have your meals later in the day because that's when your hunger uh, is the strongest. Uh, but then, you know, also studies prove that it's better to eat early in the day. Uh, then you might switch to having your meals earlier and in the day to get even more benefits from fasting. So one step at a time, meet yourself where you are, not somebody else, but you are. And just make sure that you're making progress towards the change that you want to make and forget about the rest. Um, you know, you are a unique person. You have unique health um, history and uh, you need to take you into account when designing your fasting schedule. And then just be in the moment. That also um, controversially maybe helps you to stick with your fasting. Understand that you're right here, right now. You're not dying. Take a few deep breaths, like three deep breaths. Then look around, see life around you, you know, uh, your life is amazing, uh, even without this meal right this freaking second, and uh, you can fast, and you're not gonna die, uh, you're not gonna fall apart, because you fast for another, I don't know, uh, several hours uh, to stick with your fasting schedule, just uh, see the life around you, be cheerful, optimistic, remind yourself why you're doing this fasting, and how many benefits you're getting from it, also, once in a while, you know, do some journaling around your fasting, and uh, notice the difference in your health, in your energy levels, maybe in your digestion, uh, everything positive about fasting that you notice um, while doing it and uh, after doing it, um, journal a little bit about uh, fasting and kind of um, acknowledge your own journey, the benefits uh, and all the positive uh, moments because you got because of fasting. So um, this is just a few tips uh, to make your fasting easier, more enjoyable, so you stick with it and get more and more benefits. But uh, just like with anything else uh, you do, 
make sure it's a balanced habit. You're not fasting all the time or uh, not fasting till you really feel sick or dizzy. You know, fasting should be enjoyable. Uh, It might be hard from time to time, but uh, it should be enjoyable. You shouldn't feel uh, much more discomfort than just the feeling of um, not having food or not having your meals on a regular schedule or having um, um, hunger from time to time. Besides that, um, fasting should be enjoyable. Um, Maybe it won't be at first, but uh, you shouldn't be having um, serious uh, concerns about your own health while fasting. And if in doubt, of course, consult your doctor, your physician, check your vital signs, you know, do something if you have doubts that fasting might be um, harming you in some way um, that doesn't happen really often. Anyway, uh, let me know what you think uh, about these tips, guys. Uh, Let me know uh, about your fasting experience uh, and what you're doing, why you're doing it, uh, what results you're getting uh, at the moment. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out and uh, we can quickly jump on Skype call where I'm going to give you my best experience and my best advice uh, around fasting or around uh, anything related to uh, healthy nutrition, healthy diet, healthy food, fat loss, weight loss, muscle building, uh, and anything and everything in between. Uh, So again, let me know how you feel what you think about uh, all these tips and advice. And thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate you uh, all and wish you a lot, a lot of health and just feeling better and better every single day. And till next time, guys, eat better daily.